diddle-dee-dee, an act is life for me. A high silk hat and a silver cane, a watch of gold with a diamond chain. I diddle-dee-doo, you sleep till after two. You promenade with a big cigar, you tour the world in a private car, you dine on chicken and caviar, an act is life for me. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> oh! Hello, my little drama screams! It's me, the Chris Keeper. I'm on my way to the theater to watch a little local production. It's a little story called Stage Fright, and the moral is, don't lock yourself in a theater with a serial killer. It ain't Macbeth, but it'll do in a pinch. Okay, I've got to go. The curtain goes up pretty soon. I'll be seeing you. Ciao, Lee Miyamichi, bienvenuto, and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. I am your co-host, as always, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. I would like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to the show today. And you'll notice that I gave my introduction in Italian, and perhaps that's a hint. But first, let me introduce you to my fellow freaks. Now, left to right, across your podcast dial, we have two true freak OG, Chris Honeywell... I'll never look at the theater the same again. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And continuing across that dial, we've got the hair metal hero, Chris Tyler. Fuck Popeye. (laughs) I love that. I, I I have a little story about that when we get into it. And... Rounding out our our, uh, our round table, as it were, is my brother, Mr. Jay Giaconetti. See that? Muscle, boy. Muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my fuck Popeye line, that's why. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's... Dude, that, I'm like, fuck Popeye. Oh, my God. I'm missing this movie. Like, <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh, that has the fuck Popeye line in it, I think. Yeah. It's amazing what sticks with you. So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, as you, as you all obviously know from, from those quotes, we are taking a look uh, today at, from 1987, a film by Michele Soavi entitled Stage Fright, originally titled, as all Italian films are. If you guys remember, we did the Italian series. We had to run through this at the beginning of every episode. Uh, Stage Fright, originally titled Deliria, also known as Stage Fright, all one word, also known as Stage Fright Aquarius, also known as... Aquarius, and also known as Bloody Bird, which was, as I said, made in 1987 by Michele Salavi, which uh, most people probably know as the guy that directed Delamore della Morte, a.k.a. Cemetery Man. But before he was making the artsy-fartsy horror movies, he was making some gruesome-ass shit. Yeah. Well, I'd never heard of this movie. I'd never saw it before, and I'm watching it in the first... My first note was, oh, this is so low budget, 
it looks like a homeless Sesame Street set. I, said, I thought the same thing, dude. I and the then and thing. then I'm like, oh, okay, it's a play with it uh, in the movie and stuff. But I knew nothing about this. I did no research on it. I just found the the video on YouTube and was watching it. And right after that, once once the '80s sax started, you know, sax players started kicking in, and like once people started talking. I'm like, something smells. It smells like Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my note. It's like somehow this movie, this movie just somehow feels Italian. Yeah. Like a little bit. And, a little bit. Yeah. And of course, well, I figured and, it out eventually. Yeah. Well, the the thing that that is very funny about about this is that I I first saw this movie. I've told I've told of this. Uh, legendary locale before on this show at the movies which eventually became video gallery in clemson south carolina which was right next to the winn dixie and uh, they always had two for one rentals on tuesday and so we would always go but my uh, then girlfriend now wife and i or my my uh, gamer friends and i would go and and rent movies and this was i i always perused the horror rack because you guys know i love the uh, the 80s horror vhs tapes i'm a big fan of that and this was one that I I saw the cover and it didn't really stick with me. And then I looked at the back and I said, Michele Suave. It's like, I, that, that's the, I just said exactly what I said. That's the guy that did Delamore Del Morte. And so I said, I got to check this out. And then I got this movie. And so we got all the guys together and we're watching it. And as Chris was saying, the way this film starts, it is extremely high affect. It is oversaturated in light. It is so stylized and bizarre looking. You're like, this is the most Italian film ever made. It, it, <laughs> it, it is, ex- to me, it is a meta parody because Soavi, yeah. because Soavi, th- this was his first feature feature. He yes. had been an assistant director working for, um, he, he worked for Dario Argento. He worked for Lucio Fulci. He worked yep. for Joe D'Amato. So he had done a lot of kind of secondary, second unit directing, assistant director work. Uh, he worked on opera, uh, for instance. He worked on Tenebrae. He worked on a Blade in the uh, Blade in the Dark with uh, Lamberto Bava. So so he had some experience with this, but this was his first feature. So I always took this as this is him literally just poking fun. It's like, oh, you want an Italian horror movie? I'm going to give you an Italian horror movie. And it's just so bizarre. And then, you know, the killer jumps out and it's the 80s sax and all that. And then you, it just pulls back and it's like, oh, my God, they're on a stage. It's a play. And that and now we've gone from this high affect pseudo camp saturated look to this very, you know, uh, uh, relatively dimly lit, realistically shot, flat, low affect film, and that just drew me right into this because you go from that, and then we it's it's an ensemble movie, literally, it's the ensemble of the play <laughs> that is making up our film here. So it's yeah. like this this is really clever, and that just got me going. And this film, it it takes a few minutes to get started, but then doesn't yeah. stop the entire running yeah. length. I yeah, thought once, I was gonna gets really gets not here. like it, and then I was right. just like, "Ooh, I'm gonna love this." That's one. That's one of the reasons I picked it. Because yeah, well, I picked it because I knew that we had done all those Italian films previously, and it's like this. This was Stage Fright was actually my alternate because you'll if you guys will remember the last film we did for the uh, for uh, the Italian series was Cannibal Holocaust, and I had penciled in stage fright as the alternate in case we had decided not to go that route 
And that now you guys see why this would have been the final one because this starts out, you know, essentially goofing on the Italian films and then settles down into its own very vicious little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and that's the crazy thing about this is that when you watch again, um, we Luke and I came to Giallo late later in the game because it just wasn't available to us until uh, Anchor Bay started putting things out and we started gobbling them up. Remember? Yes, absolutely. You know, that that one summer uh, where it was like you go to the mall and go to what F what, what was it what was FYE. it FYE, FYE or Saturday matinee is like oh shit Saturday Anchor Bay released yeah. this this movie called Tenebrae let's buy it yeah. yeah yeah here I here I am like I'm like yeah I'll spend twenty I'll spend fifteen dollars twenty bucks in the I don't know if they're any good or not we bought Deep Red and Tenebrae and you know phenomenon and beyond yeah demons demons too. <laughs> yeah, it just started becoming like, okay, we got this new movie. Let's put it on. Let's put it on. And when we finally got to this, this was later, and this was much later on. Yeah. Well, that's said, I yeah. When by the time that you got this, I had already seen it, and I said, oh yes, we need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I actually bought the Blu-ray, and that shows you yeah. how late it's getting. Because I was buying VHS because there were no Blu-rays when we first started doing this. It was like, dude, we didn't have a, we even have a Blu-ray player. We had a VHS, and we were, you were buying those big clamshell cases um, of the, them. And what happens is when you watch this, you know, I said, hey, I picked this up. I haven't watched it. You said, oh, my God, you have to watch it. And the exact same reaction. I'm like, are you joking? Like, I've seen good Giallo. What am I watching here? And I'm like, oh, I get it. Now, um, I had already seen della more della morte before this because john had brought that over john's like you've got to see this movie you've got to see cemetery man i'm yeah. like all right let's watch this thing so you know i'm expecting cemetery man you know when we first yeah. it now i'm like oh it's survival it's, like, oh, it's the same director it'd be the same thing nope <laughs> you know kind of thing and um and there's nothing wrong with cemetery man i actually that's a very good movie and it's but it's very very different um and it definitely gets really weird at the end yeah. uh, but the idea being is this is you know, I mean, you talk about like, you know, you're like, well, they could just leave. Like, you could just do this. Like, you're in a building. Like, you can't leave if you're locked in. You can't, whatever. Like, there, there is not a lot of exits. It's not like, you know, it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's just funny. It's like, it's, it's that being trapped. It's like, this seems like such yeah. an easy thing to get out of. But there's no windows. It's a theater. There's no door. Like, yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the things that this movie plays up on. Is that and again it takes a couple minutes to get going and once you kind of get going you're like oh all right okay and then you realize nothing's safe you know and once nothing's safe no one's safe no one anyone can die like you kind of have an idea who the the main people might be but anyone can die in this you know kind of thing again you, and if you know your giallo you kind of might figure out who might be left at the end you know kind of thing <laughs> but um i'm just saying it, it's it's not like it's not like it wasn't just cookie cutter you know, kind of thing. He was trying to give you the right feel, but not give you the exact same. It's not Deep Red. It's not Tenebrae. It's not Blade in the Dark. It's not those same movies over and over again. And again, those movies themselves were, that's why Argento, you know, was considered, and again, some people may not agree, but Argento is considered to be a master because he didn't give you the same thing over and over again. You know, you watch Bird of the Crystal Plumage, you're not getting the same movies you are with Tenebrae. Absolutely, you know, yeah. so... Um, just real quick, the um, just um, so uh, uh, so uh, we go. Uh, what's his name? Mich- uh, how do you say his last name? Savavi. 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 I would say Savavi. Savavi. Yeah. Uh, he's the young cop in in the patrol car. Yes. Right. Okay. And and the, the one who looks nurse, just like James Dean. Yes. The one yeah, who looks. Like he does James look Dean. like James Dean. Yeah. 
Yes. Not 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 the one who looks like Marlon Brando. Um, <laughs> so uh, and then and then the the uh, the assist the one who wrote the dialogue from the script. She's she's the nurse who's shitty to them in the hospital, in the beginning part there. Right. Because they needed people. They're like, huh? Who's cheap? <laughs> when we get in here, I mean, he has a number of lines. Now he's an he actually has acted in a number of movies yeah. as well. Yeah. But it's just really funny when I see that. It's like, yeah, you know, sorry, it was this. I'm like, holy shit, it is him. You know, he's just a young guy. I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be any 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 young actor, but this guy's getting not paid. So hey, right. Yeah. That's fun. Um. The uh, the uh, you mentioned that he had done work for um, uh, you know, with all the different directors and stuff. And I have a really kind of funny story about Joe D'Amato in a second. But originally, uh, the screenplay was actually written. It says it written by Lou Cooper. Right. Right. Mm. Now Lou Cooper, um, yeah, because that's a good name, is actually George Eastman, who uh. is actually who is actually Luigi Montefiore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, as you go back, like he at least was in George... Zombie, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, did he write Zombie? I think he might have. No, I think uh, he was he... in it, wasn't he? No, no. I'm he, thinking uh... of a different movie. Yeah, yeah. No, but he, but he, you know, he, uh, he was in, he was in 1990, The Bronx Warriors. Right, he was in right, a New right. Barbarian, Blast Fighter. There you... we go. You yeah. you've seen this dude, okay? Yeah. If you're watching this type of stuff, you've yeah. seen him. It's like, you've oh yeah, <laughs> right. So it's just so funny because they put a fake name as the screenwriter, but instead of using his pseudonym of George Eastman, they come up with Lou Cooper. Yeah. Right. Because we got to really make sure that you don't think that we might be in Italy. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. I mean. Not since Devilfish have we tried to hide the fact or, that we are in or, or, or tentacles, right? Tentacles. tentacles. <laughs> yeah. We're in no. Florida, not, not Italy. Italy. <laughs> um, they try to hide it really good. So um, real quick, just real quick, uh, Joe D'Amato, um, who made a number of movies here, actually, before he passed away in 99, he was actually planning on remake of this movie because he, he actually loved this movie and he wanted to make a remake of it. And he wanted to call it the Willie Shocks Treatment. And it takes place in a movie studio um, that's reopening after uh, years later when a, when a TV host named Willie Shocks kills his wife um, after he finds out she's having an affair. The killer was going to wear a costume made out of light bulbs instead of the owl. Oh, um, right. His other idea for the remake was to set it on a cruise ship headed to Barcelona. And the killer was a mad violinist. Um mm. So you get that on movie, your big jobs, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie, um, and again, Chris made reference to that in his "I'll Never uh, See the Theater yeah. the Same Way." Um, this movie's famous for the owl head, you know, yeah. kind of thing, right? And uh, it's funny because the owl head—it doesn't seem like. I mean, it seems like so like like it. You look at it; it's so disturbing looking. Yeah. Like, well, that you know, as 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 we are recording this, American Network Television they are debuting a show called The Mass Singer, which is a remake of an extremely popular Korean show, and that is all I can think every single time. It's like <laughs> one of these dudes yeah. is gonna wear an owl mask, and they are gonna kill everyone in that studio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'd actually maybe that'll be that. worth watching. So. Yeah. Yeah, instead of having you know, uh, you know, uh, Antonio Brown come out there, like, how'd, how'd you know it's me? <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or Jenny McCarthy going, Pam, Pam, is that you, Pam Anderson? No, it's not Pam Anderson. Man. Anyway, but the, you know, it's very famous for that. And and when you look at it, it's very very disturbing. But it, 
it's not a mask that you would normally think of as like you know i'm gonna like an iconic killer mask you know what i'm saying like um and maybe because there's only well obviously one film here and it's italian and whatever but it is effective at being creepy as shit yeah you know? <laughs> so it's got the so. really big eyes looking at you you know <laughs> it reminds I mean, me of the rabbit in the gilbert or not gilbert grape uh what was it uh Frank the Rabbit in uh, 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 Donnie, Darko. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, yeah. Darko, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's really creepy shit. <laughs> so. Well, and and you know that and and the the killer is uh, Wallace Wallace Irving, and yes. uh, you know he, Irv, uh, Irving Wallace, excuse me, not Wallace. Irving Wallace, Wallace not Wallace. Irving Wallace, Wallace that. Irving. Yeah, he, both of them sound like they could be an architect in a uh, Canon Films movie. <laughs> this is Wallace and Irving, Charles, architect. He's like and then Charles uh, Bronson has to kill him. Yeah, it's like I know what you've been up to. <laughs> you get on that new healthcare exchange because you're gonna need it. But uh, <laughs> 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 really, but uh, no, but so so yeah. So he's he's you know it, it's it's a great setup. He's just this crazy this actor, this world famous actor that went bananas and killed a bunch of people, and then just happens to be as these things are in the hospital, the mental hospital that. One of our, that are, that two of our, the, the state, the, the seamstress and the lead actress find themselves at after Alicia, that's the head, the uh, lead actress, hurts her ankle and he just so happens to hitch a ride back with them and just so happens to, you know, break in there and, and they just so happen to be making a contemporary experimental theater show about a killer and it's, 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 it's just. Who wears it, a face obscuring mask. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so it's so lovely. It's so lovely in its ridiculous setup, and because the setup is the setup, the setup is here because we need these pieces on the board. Because yeah, once it's... the pieces are on the board, then they are are moved about and dispatched gruesomely. Yeah. Right, and and it's I mean the 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 whole hospital thing is so preposterous. For one, she hurts yeah. her ankles, so her fr- her friend is stupid enough to be like, ah, psychiatric hospital is a hospital anyway. Yeah. And then when she's there. The treatment she gets is the the guy's basically like, okay, you're hot. I'll swab your ankle with alcohol. <laughs> that that'll make you yeah. feel better, and then yeah. send you off. So all that, and she had to like, they had to sneak away from the director, who was a total prick, and who was they were gonna get in trouble for, or she got kicked off the set actually for for she was l- doing this. So it was the yeah. most like, it was just yeah. the. Yeah, it was just the worst circumstance exactly. of all. But, <laughs> but once you get once you get that all out of the way, it doesn't have anything that gets ridiculous after that is ridiculous in like that wonderful sort of way. Yeah. Right. yeah. The, the, if, a, if you're willing yeah, to right. talk, buy the whole setup, if you're willing <laughs> to buy all this, you know, and, and again, once you get to once you get back here, once you get past that, yep. Exactly. You're off Once to the you races. That, yeah. You're off there. Yeah, it's good to go. I mean, the, you know? the scene, the scene to me that that always stands out as just being the that I don't know if it's the genesis, but it, it's kind of like the proof of concept is after um, you know uh, Wallace is back in the theater and Peter, that's the director, decides no, we're going to change the story. We're going to make it about uh, about Wallace. You know, we're going to get all this publicity. He tells the papers that. Um, that Betty was the, not the seamstress, but she was an actress because that's a better story. 
And so all that, so he does all this stuff. And so they're, 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 they're filming a scene, right. Or they're rehearsing a scene. And the, um, you know, the, the guy that would was playing the killer is Brett and Brett, we, you know, gets, uh, he gets, well, we, we find out what happens to him later, but he gets replaced. And so now Wallace is in the costume on set with the actor Corinne and Corinne's the one who hit the key. And so Peter's yelling direction at them and Wallace strangles her. And he's like, why is he strangling? What the hell's going on? That's not in the script. And he's stabbing her. He's supposed to be he's, strangling her, but he's not strangling her fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's, he, uh, you know, he, he, he strangles her and he, and then stabs her. And he's like, well, that, that's not right. And then suddenly it's like, because it, it's an idea that the, that just like a film, the theater is, we accept it as unreality, Right. Except right. here it is reality. Right. And, and so it, it, it's that, that, again, the question of, of you know, the, the metatextual concept of this. It's like, what is what is real and what isn't real? But it's like, shit, that's that's real right now. This is really real. But, it, you know, nobody realizes that because they're filming this vi- or they're, they're rehearsing this violent performance. So that that to me is always like the, the proof of concept. It's like, how do you know? We, we assume that what is on stage is fiction. But in the context now, suddenly it's become nonfiction. Right. Well, I, I really love that. And that, that whole of Peter just yelling at him about the, the script and the direction. At the same time, they're all standing there watching Corinne get murdered. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, it's, and, and, that, and that's, that's just great. And it's like somewhere in – like it, he's – if you're really – like if you're really watching this, there's like several things. Like he's strong. He's just – he picks her up. Yeah. He's holding her up in the air and like stabbing her in the chest, which is just right. you don't see that shit every day. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't see that shit every day. I mean, maybe, right. you know, maybe so, back but, east. But their brains but, you know, are, oh. and at the same time, their brain. You can see their brains like going like, now that looks awful realistic or whatever, and it's it's just wonderfully played out. It like, I think it would like be very close to playing out like that in reality you know to to the length of time it takes them to figure stuff out which is unusual in a horror movie because usually the people are dumbed down even more so you know yeah (laughs) yep the the other the other one i always like is they you know they're they lock themselves in to the the dressing room the friend and it's dressing room in the prop room and to and and who is it it's it's um it's it's peter and uh alex go out to try and or Peter and Mark, excuse me, try to go out to go find the skeleton key in the stage manager's office. And so the rest of them are, are manning the, the, the door and he starts banging on the door and everything. And, uh, Mark ends up getting drilled through the door. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Sybil has the, I think it's Sybil or no, it's Laurel. Laurel's got the, the jar of stage blood, and they drop the stage blood, and now the stage blood is mixed with his real blood. And, and, it, and it becomes completely invi- you know, obscured what's real, and again, what's real and what's not. Which is his there, blood. There was a lot of nice stuff like that. Like, yeah. I noticed at one point, there's a... They're, they're standing in the hallway, and there's a big red sign up on the left that says, Stage 3. Yeah. And I'm like... You know what? This is about act three of the story, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was right at a point where they were getting to another, you know, progression in the story. And I'm like, I wonder if, you know, I mean, 
they they had to have meant it. That's you know. Yeah. 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 Everything it's, in the movie it's has just a lot of nice little touches yeah. like that. The other the other one like that that I also like is the use of and you guys know I'm big on this is the use of diegetic sound. Yes. So they're playing the playback for the for the folks that are on the stage rehearsing and then we'll be in the backstage area and now the music is quieter because they're backstage but it's diegetic. It doesn't just go away. But there's right. the, that they will get diegetic and non-diegetic sounds mixed together. So there's some really nice sound in it, especially right at the end when Wallace is sitting on the stage and the only one left inside, you know, is is um, you know, is is Alicia. And so he's he's just sitting there on the stage and he's playing the music really loud. And as she's walking around, you can hear the music changing in volume and pitch because of where she is relative to him. But and then then it'll cut into with diet with non-diegetic sound. It's like, man, again, for again, something for the theater where di all sound is diegetic in a theater, right? Because everyone can hear it, you know, but then then there is, you know, you think about certain performances have what's non-diegetic. Uh, sound that it's like a, mon a, a soliloquy where only the person speaking can hear it. But so again, I, I just thought that it's just a very clever, well-made film. And then the kills in it are friggin' fantastic. You know, I mean, what what can you say about a film where a girl is literally ripped in half through the floor? <laughs> yeah. Not enough. No. <laughs> and like I was watching it, and I was like, man, if this was a crazy movie, he would just pull up her upper torso. He just did pull up her upper torso. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes it feels good to be right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. There's the, uh, the, there's some hatchet wounds in here that are among the most like, they're not very like extremely complex, you know, special effects, blood gore effects, but coupled with the just the way you saw the guy hack a couple times, you don't see him connect, and then you see the results. It was just yeah. It was. The, the, they're just these big meaty hatchet wounds that you don't usually see in a movie like that. Yeah, yeah, and the chainsaw wounds too as well are, are nice. Yeah, and, and well, that. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I just think it's funny when Danny um, gets you know gets chainsawed right, and they go to save him, and I'm like, oh no, Sting! <laughs> um, you know, kind of thing. Because uh, that motherfucker looks like Sting. I tell you right now, oh, yeah. it's like you got to yeah. pull your knife, well, Fade. You can fight back. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. got poor man's Sting, and we've got poor man's Pierce Brosnan in this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. It's like you know, he's like they go through the floor, and he's like, "Let me get the flashlight on this." And yeah. he's just, but he's just watching him get chainsawed, like ah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'll then go. you know, Wallace ch he's chasing Peter and Laurel, and Laurel's like the other girl. You know, yeah. she's the yeah. one that's replacing Alicia. I mean, it if you if you watch, he throws Laurel Throw towards him. And it's like, what a piece of shit! It's your he throws her into the fucking ear. It's well, he throws her into the chainsaw. Yeah. Right. And, and, and the but, chainsaw but he, then hits her in the chest. Yeah. And but he, her he blouse gets... burst open, and her bosoms happen to fall out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But she's not dead. But he's like, but he's thinking like, okay, that. Oh no, he's still coming for me. Yeah. And then he's like, just stay away from me. Oh, I mean, you've already murdered the wrong person. You know, <laughs> good job, Peter. You know, <laughs> thanks, Susan. You know, kind of thing. I, I just, I just love that. It's like you yeah. asshole. You're the one that locked us all in here, and now you're yes. throwing, literally throwing your axe towards the meat grinder. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this will slow him down. Like, what do you think was gonna happen? Oh, I killed this girl. He gave me a girl. I won't kill this guy. Yeah. Uh, and not only is he killed, I love when the chainsaw stops. Right. He's like, oh, I got a shot now. He already cut off your arm. 
I got this, and then he gets the the axe off the floor, and it could, the axe has good mass to it. You never noticed yeah. that? He picks it up. That axe has got some weight. So whatever axe the person actually swinging originally, it's got some. It's not some rubber piece of shit, you know, kind of thing. It's got some heft. In fact, knowing it's, it's an Italian movie from '87, it might be a real axe. Probably a real axe. Right, um, right yeah. exactly. Probably not it, as dull as it should be. That, um, that, but, that was that was cutting wood for the set two days ago. So. <laughs> that morning, this was this was being used outside, um, but it has good heft to it, which is always yeah. good. That's always a big thing for me. Um, it, Friday Thirteenth did that when like when, when when the axe goes up, hits the light, and the light yeah. swings. It gives the axe some you know mass, so when it slams in your skull, you believe it. Um, you have to kind of always have that realisticness. Uh, you know, it's given to an object. Otherwise, your mind says, eh, it could be fake. You, sure. you know, it's fake, but it could be kind of fake, and it's yeah. not. You, know, so it's good. <laughs> you don't, you don't, so. you don't want to be like Slumber Party Massacre, where she hits him with oh, the my fire God. poker and it, and it wobbles because it's made of rubber. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not the best, right there. So, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, the uh, uh, real quick, um, I don't know if, if you noticed this when they set Wallace on fire at the end. Um, he's wearing the wrong mask, or a different mask, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, the, yeah, if you look at it, you can tell that the owl head's not exactly the same. And I think some of that had to do with the fact that probably had an owl head that wasn't as big, so it didn't catch on fire. Right, that right, really yeah. On fire. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that That's the stunt mask. And uh, yeah. We got one shot know. at this, boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, you, there were a few technical things. Like, there was one shot when they were in the dressing room where you can tell that they had, like, one mic was out and they had to use, like, the backup, you know, the film room mic to, to do the dialogue and stuff like that. Good. And I think, like, the owl mask, it might have been the same owl mask, but they had to, like, wax it down or something. <laughs> and whatever <laughs> they did, like you know, mask. to make it fireproof. It right. Yeah. It doesn't look like the same mask, I tell you Right, that. I think like, whatever they did different. to it yeah. matted it down and yeah. messed it up yeah. a lot. Yeah. But and they were just like, it fuck it, it's different. gonna be burning anyway. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy's on fire. I mean, again, again I, he I just. He takes I his to... time. That's a yeah. nice long fire suit. Oh, it's a good scene. burn. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. like to the point of where I'm like, all right, trying to figure out where the guys were off camera with the with the fire extinguisher because I'm like, because you know, as as soon as they cut away at that, they cut away at the shot. The, yeah. the instant, you know, the frame before the first foot comes into the scene of the fire extinguisher guys. And I'm like, wow, they let him burn for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, as, as Luke said, he goes, you know, you're going to hit it big when Italy's ripping you off. And they, over there, they're like, you know, how right. far can we push this thing? Eh, just keep pushing it. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, you know, by that point, it, it's 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 final real time. So Wallace is getting the shit kicked out of him. I mean, he's he he he's they're up in the catwalks. Alicia sprays him with the fire extinguisher, and he and he grabs onto the cable, and she's chopping the cable, yeah. chopping, chopping, chopping that cable with the again non diegetic the awesome '80s synth pop sound yes. as he's. He's climbing the rope in gym class up to her, and she cuts it, and he falls. He lands right on his head. It's like <laughs> that poor dummy landed right on his paper mache head, man. Ow, that's got to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dr. Butcher MD when they throw the... the oh, the my God, Dr. Butcher MD. For those, for those that may not remember, Dr. Butcher MD, in there's a scene, there is a native of the island of Metul, 
who has come to uh, kill the, uh, the, the infidels or whatever. And he runs away and jumps out of the window of the penthouse. Yes. And we see the dummy falling to the ground where it hits the ground and the arm breaks off and flies out of the frame. <laughs> Shoots out of the frame. Yeah, and then the next, the next for the next shot is them examining the body and the arm is back on because now it's a dude <laughs> down there. Yeah. I, I've it's never seen Dr. Butcher MD, but I used to, uh, if I, I'm such a, when I was a kid, I used to get all the, they used to just give me all the eighties horror movie posters. And I had like, the full wall size Dr. Butcher MD, yes. Future Kill, uh, um, oh, um, what was it? Herbert West has a uh, good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, just, just stacks of them. Just and and then other ones that were like third rate. Well, but then I had a I had a um um two thousand maniacs. What you know? Oh. Uh, to have, I mean, a the eBay value of those these days yeah. would be astronomical. <laughs> but as if I would ever want to sell them. But oh my God, I I don't even yeah. know what happened to all those things. Yeah, it's like their monetary yeah. value was negligible, but their sentimental value was off the charts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the uh, so just yeah, there was that, and then um, the uh. I was gonna say when she's when she's trying to dig the key, it's like the key, yeah. the key in there, and she's trying to get it on that fucking cat. You know, <laughs> like the, the problem is this: like, I mean, everyone knows cats are like they like they're nature's perfect killing machine, but they weigh like four pounds. And everyone keeps fucking picking them up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they like they're like, oh, I could murder the world, but fuck. Picking me up, you know, like who's a cute with your fluffy kids? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, so fluffy, yeah, like you want. Yeah. That's right. That, that, cat, that cat was he, justified in being a prick, man. Nobody, everybody on in that movie, like all the act, everybody in that movie was just manhandling that cat. And yeah. every they're just like, nobody could just pick up the cat like a normal cat. It was like by the scruff every yeah. time. And it's just like. Cat, uh, like, yeah, the the Cat Screen Actors Guild should have been on set for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cat Screen Actors. The Scat uh, Screen uh, Cat uh, Actors Guild. Or the Scag, sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh God. I'm just saying, it just was what he called me, and, and she's trying to dig it out, and you're like, you know, but then, but then the thing is, she's got the gun, and she's backing out and backing out and backing out. Like, I know he's above you, but you know he's got to be coming. Yeah. Like it's just you know uh, I don't know it's like it's just part of me is like you know he's got to be there now the thing is like I get it she had no idea to take the safety off the gun because we hear that like a hundred times yeah. at the end um, if you just take it hey, just take, the the safe, the take the safety off right yeah. between the eyes right between the eyes thanks I'll Willie you what? Thank you, <laughs> yeah uh, yes yes Willie should thank have been you, on that Black, yes. thank you Black Hank Hill yes <laughs> that's what he basically was <laughs> I got him right between the eyes you see that right between the eyes. So, um, it's just funny because, you know, she, like, you gotta know he's coming, right? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. You gotta know he's coming. So, but anyway, um, yeah. all right. So, uh, at the very end there, we know, obviously Wallace gets it between the eyes, right? <laughs> and, um, after they, now, okay. So before we get to that part real quick, and this goes back to black Christmas. Okay. They take her to the hospital. They put her in the, in the cop car. They take her to the hospital. 
They don't keep her for observations. They don't check her out. They give her a new shirt and send her on her way. Yeah. I bet you they. I bet you they cotton swabbed her other ankle. <laughs> or her upper thigh. But yeah. I'm. But I'm saying. Eight of her friends, or not say friends, eight people she was working with were just brutally murdered, right? They bring her to the hospital. You're good to go. Give her. She goes, thanks for the shirt, right, to the nurse. The nurse gave her her shirt. Have a good one. And just sent her on her way. (laughs) I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) So she goes back because she's got to go back for her fucking watch, her goddamn fucking watch. And, um. (laughs) Which, of course, is useless at the end of the movie anyway. The, the thing is, though, obviously, Wallace is, you know, she counts eight, and Wallace isn't there. And again, because let's face it, it's a giallo, so the killer's never dead. Um, and Willie's there. Oh, what are you doing here? You should have taken the safety <laughs> off. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank you. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and, and obviously, we know the killer's got to be coming back. And then they, they, the problem is they keep cutting to the different things, and there's the mannequin behind her. So you know at some point the mannequin's not going to be there. It's going to be him, right? And there he is with his burn, and then pow, between the eyes, he gets it, right? And when he hits the ground, um, you know, the thing is, uh, Wallace smiles at the camera. Now, he's clearly dead yeah. at this point, but he smiles at the camera. Um, and what happened was, you know, the director felt it was going to be a quirky little wink that's what his words, a quirky wink at the slasher convention that the killer's never really did. Right. Yeah. He got shot between the eyes. We know. We heard it again and again. Right? I bet Right, he's and dead. this isn't a supernatural movie in any way. Right, yeah, right. If he comes back from the dead, the, this now breaks all the rules we've just established for the last 80 minutes, you know, kind right. of Right. Well, that that's that's the thing is that it's it is it you know, it it's meant to be it's meant to be ridiculous. It's meant yeah, to so be enough. you know. I was so going to say I, that I happens that. in Jello movies him. anyway. Yeah. But I, I I love that bit. I love him smirking yeah. at the camera at the end because it's like, of course, you know. Yeah. You can't actually kill a guy in a uh, in a slasher movie even if he does get shot right between the eyes. I I always that that to me is just great. It's it's yeah. so it's so silly and so ridiculous, and it, and it fits it again, you know. It, again, we we talked about this before. It's like, well, it's it's the difference between what's, uh, you know, what what is what is what is real and what is presented as real on the stage, you know. Right. Again, right. yeah, it, it this is presented as real, but it's not real. So right. of course he can smirk at it. it it's 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 almost as if, that's Soavi's commentary on the whole thing. Well, yeah. there, I I noticed a couple of the the couple of the dead people were like squinting their eyes a little bit, and I saw a little yeah. breathing too. So he can he can smile if they can yeah. squint and breathe. Well, well that's that that's one of the things that's reported as a quote unquote. There those those are the goose in the movie, you know, like revealing mistakes, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Now, now some of the people are are you know can be seen to move a little or you know breathe. Okay, so. They're doing like, the here's best. The hand. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put you on a stage. We're gonna make right. you up. We're gonna put feathers all over you. Right. Don't we're gonna move. blow the feathers around. Right, right. Very... Don't and we're gonna shoot it at a wide angle for three minutes. Don't move. Yeah. Right. Oh no, my friend Will Howard and I, when we were kids, that was our game was anytime someone died in a movie, we would just like, you know, 
not be distracted by the other dialogue. We'd just be watching the corpse and just about every time you're going to see yeah. some breathing or yeah. something. Sometimes you get rewarded by some really good, like twitchy stuff and things like that. But I guess you could write that off all to, you know, just a few ticks and stuff. Yeah, but twi- <laughs> would you say the twitches of the death nerves? Yes. Because oh. Twitch of the Death Nerve has a really, really great example of that exact um, thing. Yes. Exactly <laughs> of just taking the ending and going like, oh, you thought that was or did you guys ever see um oh what was it about the, the uh, Mother's Day, I think it's called, with the the two like sort of brain damaged sons and their mother yeah. and they act mm-hmm. out everything like it's on TV. Yes. Yeah, it's Mother's yes. Day. That has it. That has an ending that on it that just completely, you know, doesn't really reverse everything, but it just throws everything out the window. Or how about how about Christmas Evil? Yes. The end of Christmas Evil pretty much brings into question all the events that happened in the film, don't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I again, and it's it's. It's very fitting. I put it that way. It's a very fitting uh, end there, and um, you know, the movies again. It's 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 just a weird film um, when you think about like in in all of the if you look at all the Giallo films, like like not all the Giallo films, but you look at Giallo films in general, um, you know, they all kind of have their way about. I mean, and I, I don't, I'm not talking Tenebrae and Deep Red. I'm just go into like the um, what is it? Your your oh, Fuck, like your mind is a room and I'm the key or whatever you know like, you know those like those kind of things are kind of, yeah. you know I'm so, you know the ones I'm talking about right Luke like all yeah, the ones they the put real, in the real the real oddball ones yeah yeah you start getting to those things and you're like and they try to make them like different but they all kind of end up being kind of cookie cuttered the nice part is this doesn't fit in there which is great um it's different enough uh from the other films of the time it's i mean again 87 is a little late in the game now the thing is it's 87 but it actually didn't come out till 89 here in the states uh by the time they released it and stuff like that um and he actually had done the church and the sect the church was 89 and the sect was 91 yeah. um which are not giallo movies uh you know kind of thing but it, well, the, it, the, it thing, just, the thing that was always weird about the church just real quick is that the church got i mean that got like a not a major release, but it got a pretty wide release in the U.S. I remember yeah. seeing commercials yeah. for the church when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because it doesn't really, you know. It's, it's also not, not a very good movie. I mean, no, it's not the at church all, no. nor the sect are really all no. that great. I mean, the church, otherwise known as La, Chie- La Chiesa, which is Italian means the church. Oh, is like uh, El Nino. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's it's a better movie than The Sect, but I mean, frankly, after The Church, you'd have to have been psychic to see Sawavi as a guy that could make Cemetery Man, but uh, right. yeah, I'm sorry. You Go go ahead, Jack. No, I'm just saying is like it's a little late in the game for some of those Giallo things, and I think this one fits well at the end yeah. of the Giallo kind of stuff. If this had been in the middle or whatever, I think it wouldn't have... You'd be like, what? It's kind of weird. Like It's kind of like when they start, like, you know, like when everyone's making all those slasher movies in the eighties and they like, they have cookie cutter and out basically slasher movies. And like, they change a little, change a little. And then all of a sudden, like you needed something to kind of get to the end of it, you know, kind of thing. This is a, this is a good end. If you're watching Giallo's, you don't want to watch this one first. You want to watch this one at the end. Right. Yeah. You know, you want to kind of like understand Giallo and really understand like, what's going on and get that whole thing of it. And then you watch this and you're like, Oh yeah, I understand why this needs to be at the end. It makes sense here, you know, because you wouldn't want to watch this first. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, then you'd be All like, right. wait, what? I don't understand. Cause you don't get, you know, you have to, you have to kind of be in on the joke to get what's going on here. Not to right. say joke, you know, be a, you know what I'm saying? So, right. but again, a movie I haven't probably watched since the first time you and I watched it. Um, and Kelly probably slept through it. Uh, the, you know, kind of, th- <laughs> there are a lot of movies where those like, well, Luke and I watched it or Luke, John and I watched it and Kelly slept yeah. through the whole thing. Except Deep Red, when she woke up right in time for the puppet scene, yeah, goes, what the fuck is this shit? And then went back to sleep. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking scene to wake up in. Uh, but yeah, you know, and again, it's it's good. It's it's it. I think that I think the owl mask is um, effective. I think the the killer in it, you know, not a hard costume if you had the owl mask. You know, I mean, not yeah, not Larry right. Talbot easy, but hey, you know what is? <laughs> um, you don't understand. Don't you know, understand. Kind of, um, but you know, I, I think it's a good pick. I, I like this. I know, I know there was some, there was, you had to you know, kind of bantered about what movie to pick and or what should I do, you know, whatever kind of thing. And I know this was maybe going to be at the end of the original Italian run instead of, uh, uh, cannibal Holocaust. Um, but I, I mean, I think we enjoy it here. I, I mean, I, I can't speak for either of the Chris's, but I, it sounds like we, you know, enjoyed this film, right. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. I know I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had a, I had a blast watching this. It was a hoot. Yeah. I, I I had an ex I think I had a little extra blast because I had no idea what was right. coming, you know. And then I was like, okay, it's a slasher film, and then and then the Italian dressing started just like soaking Italian in. Italian dressing. Like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. the best story I have for stage fright as far as the beginning is I'm watching this with my friends and. This was, this, this was, I, I'd already seen it. So I knew this was coming. So I'm watching this with my friends on a horror festicon, one of the last horror festicons. And, um, we're at, we're actually at my house. This, this, and that's how late this is. This is after I got married. And, um, and so the, you know, the, the opening starts and it's all the, the, the sax music and the high effect and the crazy lights and the, the owl jumps out and starts the dance. And I go to my friend, Hey Mac, this is right up your alley musical theater. And he goes, for the last time, Luke, I am not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I don't think it's going to be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time, for the last time. Exactly. <laughs> Once somebody says something like that, it's that's set for life. <laughs> that's going to be a running gag. Oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. So, oh, man. But the, the only problem with it, as like I said, is that we we – we watched this on YouTube and I own this film, but it is hard, relatively hard to find. Is it, is there even one in print right now that you can yes. buy? Not from a reseller? Yeah. yeah. You can get it. Oh. I know when I, I watched it through Amazon prime and you can buy yeah. the, uh, the physical. Yeah. I think it's blue underground released the, the DVD and Blu-ray of this, if I'm remembering right. Yes. The, the DVD is the DVD you can get. Um, it was, it was an anchor. Well, right right now on Amazon, they're both the Blu-ray and DVD. The, 2016 blue underground edition are both 20 bucks so you know, oh, the dvds okay. the, the dvd i have is 10 bucks that and on yeah. there you can get the that's the older dvd of it is 10 bucks right that was um, the there was an anchor bay version of this dvd yes. as well from 2002 yeah. yeah that's probably the one i have that's the one um, i have as well which yeah. which is great if you pick that yeah. one up for 10 bucks that's totally worth it as well yeah but again it, 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 I, I watched it like, like hero said i watched it streaming for free on prime um because again, it just was free to watch, you know, kind of thing. Like instead of me, instead of me going downstairs and getting it, I had the DVD out and it's sitting downstairs with 
the other DVDs on the, on the pile I had to watch. But instead of going down to the basement and getting it, you know, in a day when uh, the high temperature for today, I think, was 11 um, and the basement is quite colder than it is up here. I said, hey, like I can just watch it right here on the TV. I don't even need to go to go downstairs. And I just watched it, you know, and it's one of those things. It's available. You know, I know you can watch it on YouTube. Um Kind of is it all cut up on YouTube? Is it all together? No, on YouTube? it's all one. All no, one it's, part. it's yeah. good on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's and and, and again, it, there's so there's ways to see it. I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to watch it on my computer and whatever. I'm like, all right, you know, kind of thing. Whatever you want to do, but you know, it's 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 worth going to. Um, you know, it, there's ways to get it without spending a lot of money. Put it that way. You know, sometimes we talk about a movie. We're like, oh man, I love this movie. It's great. How's it available? Eighty five dollars on DVD. Like, it's yeah. Yeah, no. you know, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, this is available and you can purchase it, you know, for about 10 bucks if you want to go that route. I I would be you would be hard pressed to find this in a store, I guarantee you, unless you obviously you'd have, you know, obviously it would be a used store. It would be somewhere you'd be going, you know, to uh like a um a used disc and record and whatever kind of store or maybe I know I know you you have some used bookstores down by you that carry yes. CDs and stuff too. Um we don't have any used bookstores or anything yeah. around here. If it's used, fuck it, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, except for like Salvation Army, you know, kind of thing or Goodwill. Like there, you ain't going to like the, you know, you ain't finding things. And but this is the kind of movie. Now, and I'm not saying you're gonna find it every time, but this is the kind of movie that I used to find when we used to have a place that used to have used DVDs. You would see a copy of this and the church, yeah, and the sect, and it would be in there because it would be people would pick it up and be like, oh. I thought this was going to be, and then fill in the blank, whatever, yes. kind of like, you know. I thought this movie was going to be an American movie. Right. <laughs> it I <said>, wasn't? Fuck <laughs> this Italian thing. Yeah. Well, the thing was, all these movies started coming out, and, and they were, you know, again, they'd never been released before. So a lot of people were just picking them up. You know, I know I know for a while, Best Buy and stuff like that, at least up in Albany, they carried every one of these new releases. I'm like, oh, every week I would go and get these things. It was great when I was picking up these DVDs. And then what happened? Then they kind of went away. Yeah. Um, because you know, the horror section kind of getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And, you know, people are like, well, we need you know, got to have 25 copies of, you know, of like, you know, of like Gattaca, but God forbid we have a fucking one copy of whatever, you know, um, it was, was it Gothica? Was that was, yes. Uh, that was Halle <laughs> yes, right. Oh yes. My God. Gothica. I, 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 I'm on the phone with Luke. This is a, going real local here. I'm on the phone with Luke reading off Godzilla titles to see which ones he might need. And my wife's cousin's daughter, so, you know, kind of thing, like, so her, her cousin and whatever, what do you call her? She's like four. She is bringing me copy after copy after copy of Gothica. What about this one? Jason, what about this one? I'm like, honey, stop. Just stop. I don't, I'm, we're not buying this movie. Like, go put it back, okay? <laughs> okay, what about this one? And I'm like, oh, God. I'm just trying to read all, I'm just trying to read Uncle Luke all the Godzilla movies, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to read it to Luke. You know, she's like, how about this one? I'm like, oh, boy, thank God you're cute and blonde, you know, kind of thing. Because <laughs> otherwise, you know, but um, it, it's it's one of those things that you used to be able to get these things available. And now, you know, not so much, but it's not it's not impossible to find. It's definitely worth your time. You'll enjoy if you like Giallo movies, you'll enjoy the shit out of this one. Um, right. Especially if you haven't seen it. Um, if you like things that are a little out there. And give it a chance. Don't give up in the first five minutes. That's really the thing. If you give up in the first five minutes, you miss out on the whole thing. Because, you know, yeah. you got to get past. You got to be like, all right, let's get past this thing. And then let's get into this, you know, so. Yeah. You got to get past. You got to get past, like I said, musical theater. Yeah. Well, and, that's and the, the thing. Is the first five is so minutes, amazing. 
The first five minutes aren't hard to get through. They're just like they 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 sort of are like, oh, this isn't going to be that good. Yeah. But that's the great thing about it is once once you get past those five minutes, you realize, oh, this is going to be very good. So it's it's nice. It's a nice little uh, little 180 purposeful 180. Yeah. Right. So. But yeah, that's a good choice. This is a good a good choice. And again, uh, so, you know, our listeners out there, I mean, maybe, you know, I know we've talked, you know, we've had done these freaks choices where, you know, like uh, we're picking the movies, you know, again, we're not in the middle of any series right now or anything like that. And again, this is Luke's pick here. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe this is a movie you saw a long time ago. Maybe you've never seen it. Maybe you're just ex- discovering it now. Uh, you know, I think we, we'd love to hear about that. You know, Luke, you give, give the uh, listeners the email, please. Absolutely. If you would like to get in touch with the Vault of Startling Monster or Tales of Terror, you can email us at freakvault at gmail.com. That's freakvault, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you send us an email, we will respond to you here on the show. Yeah. I just is- realized I'm... I'm the only one who hasn't done my choice yet. Oh my god! You <laughs> are failing. Do you guys remember what my uh, remember what my choice was? No, because you never actually solidified Maybe. your choice. <laughs> I think I I think what we decided to do. What the hell was the name of the movie? It it just recently came out. It's but now Hereditary. I I don't have it Hereditary. in my head. Hereditary. Hereditary. Now that's something I ha- I I don't have any of us see- have any of you guys seen it yet? No, I have the I have the Blu-ray sitting here, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and I I haven't seen it either, but I've been hearing about it a lot, and I've been hearing about like it's it's almost right down the middle. There, there there's a lot of people who say it's really hot, and then there's a lot of people who say it, it thinks it's really hot, but it's really not. Oh. So I'm very curious as to. And like when I would read the reviews of it and what happens in the movies and their reasons for liking it and not liking it, they were all like all the reasons for liking it. I was like, I could totally see me really liking this and all the reasons for not liking it. I was like, oh, I could totally see that making me not like it. So (laughs) it could it's I'm just very curious. It's sort of an experiment. So it could be. We could totally. It could be the first freak's choice that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Potentially, you know. Yeah. Well, you know that that that's that's the thing now is these these big major studio horror releases that they bend over backwards and do everything in their power to say no 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 we're not a horror movie we're not a horror movie we're not a horror movie right. please don't call right. us that because they want to win awards horror right. movie is and cheap it's, trash. It, it sounds that, like that this one's in. trying to be an art house movie. Yeah. It's like, which it I is. like art yeah. house movies, but if it goes wrong, I could really hate that too. I hate when they, yeah. well, you know that, but to me, as soon as you, as soon as you say that and you say, we're not a horror movie, we don't want to live in that ghetto. My attitude is okay. Well then why am I watching your movie? Because <laughs> right. that, that, that immediately puts me on the defensive as a viewer. Right. So it's going to, this movie is going to have to be like, Really fucking charming, like way more charming than Wilbur the fucking pig from Green Acres. To I'm, make I'm, I'm about, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm about right in the same place you are with with it. Like I'm ready, I'm ready to be a little hostile towards it, whether fairly or not. I'm I'm ready to be a little hostile. But <laughs> like sometimes already, like well, then again, like something like The Witch. I don't think they would were in denial of being a horror movie. They were just sort of their own thing, but that could have, 
Like, I really like that movie, but if it was just a hair over a little into the artiness a little more, it might have lost me, you know? Yeah, right. So, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm that, that that was hurts. the one about the flounders, right? What's where? The witch. That was the one about the flounders, the uh, the, the flatfish. I'm sorry, sure. that, that's a fishing joke, ladies and gentlemen. That is a fishing oh. joke. There are types of flounder <laughs> that are called witch. You have to go fishing to know this stuff. I'm sorry. Can you make a sandwich <laughs> out of a witch? Uh, well, it's flounder, so it's a little bony, but yeah, absolutely. All right. Witch is witch. <laughs> it's a fucking whale, Jay. Oh, my God, Jay. <laughs> well, we are seeing some shit. Holy shit, Jay. It's a baby fucking whale, Jay. Oh, it's hurt. It's hurt, Jay. That's right. It's fucking dying, kid. (laughs) (laughs) That comes every once in a while. Sorry, get off track there. But that comes up every once in a while, like that, and then the crab with the uh, the knife, that video comes up. (laughs) And every time Kelly shares it to me, she goes, oh, my God. I'm like, and Haley, my daughter, without swearing, will do, oh, my God, Jay, it's a whale, Jay. Like, she just does it. And so funny. I'm like, oh, it's so funny because I think everyone from like Massachusetts sounds like that. They um, never, a lot of those do. ones never get old. They never yeah, get yeah. old. Every time they pop up on Facebook, even though it's, it's I'm like, I've seen that a hundred times. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm watching the whole thing. And the best part, yeah. I think, the funniest thing about that video is they got like the, the fucking Biggie Smalls bumping in the background on the boat. Yeah, it's like, right. <laughs> have you seen the sequel to it lately? The re the recent sequel to, with the weird cat with the bulgy eyes. No. And a guy with the same Boston accent going, Ma, Ma. This, this oh, cat, no, I think I this, have. I think I have this, seen that one, yes. He's calling towards his body. He's got the same accent. This it's almost like the cat. same guy is just getting plagued <laughs> by weird nature <laughs> things. And I'm, just, just like, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if he can compare it to the whale. That one, that first hit, I almost peed myself. So, you know, kind of thing with humor. Anyway. Uh, but that has nothing to do with stage fright or what we're talking about here. Sorry. I, I know I got us a field there. It's an owl, Jay. It's an owl. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, uh, but again, yeah, you know, so if you get... Dude, if you, if you, I think he's burning up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to hit us up, you know, definitely drop us a line. Um, we'd like to hear from you guys. If you guys have some suggestions, too, maybe some, you know, some of the, the listener's choice, you know, kind of thing. I know we mentioned that. Um, in a previous episode when we when we covered the gate, um, we'd like to hear from that too. You know, may throw some suggestions out there. Maybe you got an idea like, hey, you guys mentioned you know during this you know podcast about you know on Friday the 13th whatever. You guys mentioned this other movie, man. I love that movie. You guys and, and maybe if it makes sense, you know, it's what we're talking about. Of course, we you know cover it. I mean, you know, I don't know if necessarily you know all of our YouTube videos you know kind of would make a lot of sense here, but uh, uh, you know. We're, we're, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys, and you know, we definitely uh, appreciate everyone downloading and uh, you know, uh, sh- you know, streaming us here. And uh, you know, again, if you're looking to buy this stuff, you know, you're welcome to go find this any number of different places. Um, but again, you know, if you have a used bookstore, you have a you know used record, or even, I mean, I don't know what they even call them used record stores, do they? I guess they call yeah, them record yeah. stores. Yeah, <laughs> normally, normally it's just a used bookstore that also will sell movies and records and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go check those places out because, again, you might find – I mean, I, I love going through that stuff. I know my wife hates it, but I love going through there. You know, like I'm, I'm really bad. I'm like, ooh, like, like there's – you know, the the killer part is you go to a used bookstore, which we don't have around here. But, like, whenever I'm like, ooh, just and, – and, and a, a 
huge bookstore that actually takes the time to separate the goddamn books and not just randomly stick them on shelves. Yeah. Um, but they have like all the movie adaptations. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, going through this thing, like my wife's like, uh, I, I can audibly hear her eyes roll when I go into that. So I'm like, oh come on. I'm like, and I'll look through, and I have a lot of different ones, but it's like, oh, everyone, you find that like, you know, that really cool gem in there too. It's yep. worth going and checking stuff out, guys. So, you know, yep. and then if, if you shop local and support your local businesses, um, you know, it helps the community. And, and you know, I know you, it's you're very getting me all wound up because movie adaptations are one of my favorite oh. things to find. Oh, dude, you got to come wild. down here. But one of the uh, Mr. K's, one of our used bookstores, all film novelizations are 25 cents. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. That's well, okay. like. So. That's like almost there. worth a road trip for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> I, like so I was for... so happy I found the Blues Brothers adaptation this summer, and like, oh wow, that made my summer. Yeah. Well, Luke uh, sent me uh, one of my Christmas presents this year was uh, Alien Alien Three or Alien Cubed, the movie yep. adaptation of that. It's one of the ones I don't have, um, and it's a, it's you know it's a first it's, it's the, and it's not one of the reprints. They do every reprints this stuff out. You can actually get all the Alien books together and whatever. Well, I got you um, Alien. Also, didn't I? And that, that I got you a first long edition Alien ago. a long time ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I get I found at, a, at a, either a, I think that one I think I found at a church yard sale. I have yeah. I have two editions of Alien, the the original paperback, and then the paperback that I got as a kid through uh, Scholastic Books. Oh, yeah. So it has all the swearing cut out of it. <laughs> oh. So I actually have an Alien with all the all the and Baudelaire words. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, a few years ago, Luke got me Raw Deal. And, oh, uh, there's a novelization and, for Raw Deal? Oh, my Jesus. God. And, dude, it is so good, too. I'm reading this going, oh, my God. Like, it's one of those things I'm like, yeah, it's just awesome. I just, I just, know, I'm <laughs> sorry. I just picture my brother under the covers in the bed with a flashlight. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that sounds almost me. good as Rocky, too. <laughs> yeah. I've never read. I've never read any of the Rocky right novelizations, but I'm telling you, it's one of those things again. But it's one of those. I mean, when, if whenever you I find go to Rocky like, too, it's worth a small fortune. Is that is the it, one that's from his point of view entirely? It's written by Stallone, and it's from first oh, person gosh. from Rocky's point of view. I, you need to give me excerpts of that because I will read it as Rocky. <laughs> the whole the whole novelization is on YouTube, read by. Oh, yeah. Some guy, you know, there's that 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 YouTube site that all the people read novel, do audiobooks right. of the novelization. But I, oh my God, that that's, yeah, the the person who does it is not even bothering to do the. So if we ever get a hold of it, you should do the whole book and put it up on that site, and it would probably be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I, I will if I get if I can get a hold of it. I will. So, uh, see, I mean, so. All right, guys. So, uh, any last thoughts on stage fright? Nope. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm just. I'm happy as a clam to have discovered it. It was one of those great, great movie watching moments where I had no idea what I was getting in for, yeah. except I had all these assumptions that it was going to be, you know, a slasher movie, and I thought it was going to be an American slasher movie, and like. It just, it was a perfect confluence for me because this month, like, like two weeks before this podcast comes out, the, um, latest eat it and beat it is about Italian food. And then the <laughs> Italian porn star who, who went into parliament, Chico, Chicholina, Chicholina, and, uh, 
and also Thomas DJ has assigned me a couple other trips into the into the Italian world. So I've just been like bathing in Italian dressing the last Ooh. month. I'm loving it. <laughs> As 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 you know, as a as a member of Demanza Corp, I guess it's that's how it should be. That's how you, that's how tell, you tell me you dropped the Dick Drag fucker promo into that episode because that's all <laughs> Italian names in it. Oh jeez, no no actually, actually I'll send you guys the latest uh, the latest Maury Clawhammer restaurant. He has an <laughs> oh, Italian great. restaurant. It's called Manja. <laughs> Manja. That's where Jesus was born. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Mr. Owl, how many lifts does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three.